We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm Are you ready? ready. Are you ready, I'm... Martina? What? Are you ready? What's Do you know that TikTok? No. Are you... Martina, are you ready? I'm anyway. Not. I don't know it. <sighs> are you not on TikTok? I mean, I'm on it, but I don't like... I'm not on it. What does that mean? <laughs> I barely look at it. I could spend seven hours a day on TikTok. <laughs> seven to eight hours. Anyway, we're my, eating chicken and a biscuit. My favorite TikTok lately, as you know, mm-hmm. has been this one where this woman has this like New Jersey Jewish mom accent. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting with a Tibetan singing bowl <laughs> in a garden and she goes, Trader Joe, who are, who are you? you? Who's the man <laughs> under the grocery store? I love your ginger water, your coconut water, and your, your peppers. peppers. And the almonds that smell like everything but the bagel. But who are you? You are my one true love, but who are you? Here's what I think Trader about Joe. every time I think about that what? Trader Joe song. What? What? So we gathered here the other day with some vaccinated friends mm-hmm. and had drinks and got very drunk. <laughs> and I reenacted that scene with that planter over there <laughs> and the brass hand that's sitting next to it. <laughs> And I think I hurt my pilea in reenacting that. So I feel kind of sad about it. Your what? The pilea. That's the plant that's in there. The Chinese Ah, money plant. And that's the best pot. I have three pileas, but that one is in the best pot. And I think I might have killed it by by using that pot as a Tibetan chanting bowl. You think you killed the plant because of that? Well, I think the brass hand that as I rubbed it around the edge (laughs) of the bowl to say, Trader Joe, who are you? I think it kind of squished some of the plant. (laughs) And I really regret my choices, but I was drunk. Anyway. Anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. This is a podcast we do on a regular basis. Every, <laughs> weekly. We do it every single week. Like clockwork. Like clockwork. It is. You could set your, you could set your rhythm method, pull out you sexual could, encounters with your husband to it. You could set your period cycle to it. You really could. You could be like, well, it's been three Hot Drinks episodes. That means my, my pee's <laughs> my pee's about to start. <laughs> Might be. Is that how the ladies talk about their period? It's not. In case Weird. you're wondering, we're eating chicken and a biscuit while uh, we record. So good. But this is Hot Drinks. It's a podcast. I'm Brother Coffee. No, you're Brother Coffee. I'm Brother Coffee. Who am I? Who are you? Trader Joe. Trader Joe. Who's the lady under the grocery store? I'm Who Leonard are you? Twaint. Or Sister Twaint or Twaint. Uh, tonight, tonight, to introduce ourselves, let's share our favorite <laughs> cartoon from when we were children. Oh, shit. Because, okay. you know, we are usually like, I'm a Gemini, I'm right. statuesque. <laughs> Tonight, I'm Brother Coffee, mm-hmm. and when I was a child, yeah. my favorite TV show was G.I. Joe. Your cartoon TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would wake up, it, it was on every morning at 6.30 after mm-hmm. the Bows of the Clown show, which is on at 6 a.m., right. and I would set my alarm and wake up at 6.30, and all my brothers and sisters who were in high school who had to get up that early mm-hmm. thought I was a lunatic, but I would get up that early just so I could watch G.I. Joe, and what's gayer than that? Nothing. 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 nothing Sucking dicks is less gay <laughs> than setting your alarm to get up at 6.30 to watch the G.I. Joe cartoon. And, <clears throat> and what's your name? Oh, I already said that. But right. it's fine. It's Latter-day Twain. I'm Sister Twain. 
Um, my favorite cartoon. So what comes to mind is, unfortunately, not one of the Saturday morning ones because. Sure. But even though I got up Saturday mornings for that. Okay. What overshadows those in my memory is just the old 40s and 50s uh, Disney cartoons. Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Goofy. Those were the ones we watched every morning before school. Really? Even though we lived in a trailer, we had Disney Channel. Wow. Yeah. Mama Twain, shelling out the dough. (laughs) Don't call her that. She's Rita or Anita. She is? Yes. When did oh we my her name? we have had this conversation so we've no, never we... changed her name. We've never it's always been that. It's always don't, been Rita and Anita. Don't get me started. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. Your mother is Rita or, or Anita? Or Anita. But when she introduced herself to me yeah. after your father died, right. she introduced herself as Mama Twain. But she doesn't have that power. Okay. Um <laughs> anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. Welcome. Um, so we're back for our <laughs> weekly like clockwork episode. Mm-hmm. Do you have any women's work you want to cover, Sister Twain? What is, what is women's work? Well, in the biz, they say, we got a little housekeeping before we dive into uh-huh. the murder mystery or right, whatever. Right, Housekeeping just means the business. Right. And that's what women's work is, because women's work, women should do the housekeeping. The housekeeping. I just. Do you guys like that we explain that joke to you every week? <laughs> every. Does that make it funnier? Lil Twain, Lil Twain, you there? Do you? I hope it. Come in. I hope it's funnier. Um, anyway, what's going on I've in your been, life? Why are we eating crackers while we record? What have you done to me? <laughs> Those are just so good. They are so I good. I could just suck on them, but they turn... To trade a Joe. <laughs> They're just dipped in MSG. Anyway. Okay. Um, I've been watching the Oscar-nominated movies. Same. No, you haven't. I've been watching the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe movies. Again. Again. Um... And I just finished Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Today I finished Sound of Metal. Right. Which stars Riz Ahmed. Right. Um, you may know him from Rogue One. You may know him from spitting in your mouth. <laughs> Fantasies and visions of that. Right, right, Visions right. of sugar plums spitting, spitting in your in mouth. Spitting in your mouth. Um, he is so mother-fucking... Hot. I literally might watch this movie just to see him being hot. You fucking should. Where do I watch this movie? On Prime. Oh, okay. And there's no Prime. extra charge. Oh, great. Okay, I've got that. If you try to watch um, Minari, is that what it? The Japanese? Yeah, you got to pay for that one. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Okay. Uh, or uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. You got to pay twenty bucks for either did, one. Did Quentin Tarantino direct Judas and the Black Messiah? Why would he direct that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well. Why would he direct The Last Klansman or whatever <laughs> he directed last year? The last anyway, Klan- go ahead. Did uh, he, direct, he didn't direct Black Klansman. Did he not? Anyway, I have anyway, no idea. It was Rachel, not Quentin. Rachel, if you still you, listen, message in and tell me how wrong <laughs> I am. So. Um, you watch Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. And um, it is nominated for... Best picture, right? Best actor, right? Um, and maybe some other things. Um, I love that part where the mother abbess like really tells Maria, like what, like really kind of calls Maria <laughs> to the carpet, and it is, and and anyway. The hills are alive right. with the sound of metal. For anyone who didn't get that joke, um, I didn't know what it was about. I thought it was just going to be about 
heavy metal, metal and the sound of it. And it's not. It is and it's not. Um, I highly recommend it. Absolutely incredible, 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 incredible. Okay. And no, it's not depressing for those of you out there who are like, isn't sad? Because then I can't watch it. Right. Like, that's not why we participate in art. To not feel things. I wish I had an Oscar movie brain. It just seems fun to go watch all those Oscar movies. What, what do you think goes on in your brain that well, makes it not Well, remember, happen? what's that movie we went and saw that was about the, the seamster that sewed stuff? Oh, yeah. What was that Phantom movie called? Phantom of the... Phantom of the Thread. Opera. No, the Phantom Thread. <laughs> and I 100% fell asleep while watching it. <laughs> and then everyone I know was like, that was the greatest movie I've ever seen. And I fell asleep while watching it. That's my brain. Mm. I just want to watch Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Who's your favorite Spider-Man? Tom Holland, duh. Yeah, I figured. I mean, I actually think he is the closest to the actual Spider-Man from mm-hmm. the comics, but but also I'm in love with him. Great. Anyway. Yes, you should be. Who are you? And he's gay, right? Tra- Tom Holland? <clears throat> yeah. We wish. Oh, he's not? No. Why I mean, not I... openly gay. I thought he was straight up gay. No, 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 no. He is probably into bondage, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's just nothing to do with orientation. He's made some comments in some interviews. Anyway. Oh my god. Um. Okay, I have two quick bits of women's work. Okay. Number one. Yeah. I've been watching a show that's come back for its like I don't know twenty third season called Younger. Have you ever heard of the show? I have not. It is the worst show in America. <laughs> And I love it with my whole goddamn heart. <laughs> Let me give you a quick summary. <laughs> Star Sutton Foster. Broadway's Sutton Foster. Okay. Season one, Sutton is coming out of a terrible divorce. She's right. a woman in her 40s. Oh. She worked in the publishing industry before she got married and had kids. Had a kid. Mm-hmm. Who, and that kid, P.S., has, like, died. We don't ever see her anymore. Mm-hmm. But so she's trying to go back to work. Mm-hmm. But like no one will hire her because she's like a 40-year-old. And they, they are just hiring like all these hot 20-somethings. So Sutton decides to pretend to be 20 years old oh. to get a job in the publishing industry. Okay. Which she does. She gets a job. She gets a hot 20-year-old boyfriend. Silly. Played by, I'm too drunk to think of his I'm name, but he's up. very hot. Okay. Um, her best friend, her, her boss slash best friend. Hillary Duff. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. Hillary Duff <laughs> plays Chelsea. I think that's her name. The head of the publishing company. Okay. Chelsea? Is that her name? Um, Kelsey. Kelsey. It's. Uh, oh, it's Debbie a, Mazur's in it. Is that Diana Trout? Fucking love. Maggie. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, mm-hmm. love, De- we love Maggie. Um, anyway, so that was season one. We're now in like season 23. But really, like, how many seasons? Like four, five? Oh, seven. Seven. See, I told you it's been a million Damn. seasons. It's a Darren Star vehicle. Darren Star from like Sex in the City. Okay. But and also Patricia Clarkson, is that her name? The woman that did the costumes for Sex in the City? What? She does the costumes for the show. So the fashion is like on <laughs> point. Clarkson? What is her name? No, <laughs> Patricia Clarkson is that actress uh, yeah. that was on Six Feet Under. One of the greatest actresses who's ever existed. Who's the costumer for this show? Hold on. You've scrolled through too many. Nico Tortorella. That's who plays her boyfriend. Okay. Her hot 20-year-old boyfriend. He is insufferable and the worst human living. <laughs> But very hot. Oh. Anyway, it's the dumbest show. Hold on, I'm trying to find the name of the I'll costumer. Find it. Do you know how to navigate IMDb? I do know how to do uh, that. Okay, okay. Costumer. Anyway, it's the dumbest show ever. 
what? Neither one of those are the costumers. Anyway. Okay. Um, it's fine. Who's the lady that did the costumes for Sex and the City? Well, I'm about to look it up, I guess. Anyway, that's who does Why the costume for the show. And it's because you're a gay man. <laughs> um, anyway, it's the dumbest show ever and it's fantastic and it's back for its next season. And it's fantastic. Patricia Field. Patricia Field. Not <laughs> Patricia Clarkson. But she did not work on your show that you're talking about she 100 did okay i'll show you anyway so that's my first semi <laughs> that's my first bit of women's work okay here's my second bit of women's work and it's actually about the podcast oh whoa, the wait, podcast what, you and what, i record what? called hot drinks so our last episode i was not there you recorded with the directors of the same sex same sex attracted 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 they changed movie. it to attracted um and here's the thing. You never did breaks. Mm-mm. But I was fine with it. <laughs> do we need to do breaks? Should we not do breaks? Because one time <laughs> someone messaged us and they said, why do you do breaks? <laughs> and I was like, I don't really know, actually. Yeah. We used to do breaks because we used to have sponsors. Right. We don't have those anymore. I think also because we like using the interludes. They're so fun. They are fun. Okay. Well, I just am throwing that out there. Gentle listeners, are the breaks annoying? Should we stop doing breaks? Should we do fewer breaks? Right. Because I actually, listening to that episode, I didn't one time think, I sure wish they stopped for a break. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So, message us, gentle listeners. Should we do breaks or should we not? And with that, let's take a break. I'm just kidding. Do I you... have one more women's work. Okay. Okay. This women's work. Okay. Let me swallow my chicken in a biscuit. You may have heard about a book series that I'm obsessed with. Right, 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 right. It may be about a redheaded heroine. Right. Who gets pounded. Right. Until her teeth rattle. She comes in all the ways. Right. Mouth, tongue, fingers, hand, dick, other things. I I don't know. No, not other things. Those are all the things, right? Um, Foot? Toes? (laughs) Butt? Nose. Mm, Nose? Wow. If someone made you come using their nose... (laughs) That's fascinating. Um, and Scissoring. She's in, <laughs> she's in love with a guy who is, looks like he's in his younger 20s, but he's actually 200 years old. Right, right. Fucks like a stallion. He's spent those 200 years learning how to fuck. <laughs> and make women come. Perfecting the art of making ladies come. Um, so it's going to be a six book series. Right. So far there's two books out. Right. Both came out in 2020. Wow. I know. Guess when the third one comes out? Tomorrow at midnight. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You can you can audiobook it. You can Kindle it. Mm-hmm. If you want a hard copy, hard. You either have to order it or go get it somewhere. But right. after the 20th. But tomorrow night at midnight, I will be reading this book from are you start gonna, to finish. Are you going to stay up all night long? Oh, fuck yeah. For real? You really think you are? You're Have like you a 13-year-old girl yes. with Harry Potter. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. You're going to like charge your vibrator, uh-huh. get in your bed, uh-huh. put on your noise-canceling headphones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. turn on the vibrator. Oh, my God. And just all night long. How long are the other books like on audio? Like how many hours? I don't know. Okay. But 40-plus but chapters. Um, and so... Like, could you finish it in one oh, night? 22 hours was Ooh. the last one. Jesus. <laughs> so, no, you cannot finish it in one no, night. No, I can't. But when I read it and finish it, I'm going to start it over again immediately. Right. And then 
again and then again and then again right. and again again. If you want to hear us talk about this, you <laughs> should be a patron because we did an actual a whole episode about why Sister Twain needs to listen to these books over and over again. Did we? And why middle-aged ladies love me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did we? We <laughs> literally recorded it like 25 minutes ago. <laughs> um, I'm so excited for you. What's the third book called? Castle of Bones and Fae? No. Or something? <laughs> no. Wait, let me... Hold on. The Kay. first book is called... Blood and Bones and Teeth. No. The second book is called. No. The second book is called. Uh-huh. Uh the the crown Kingdom of Kingdoms no. of the the crown of righteousness. <laughs> and the third book is Oh my god, Siri. <laughs> it's only when when we're recording that Siri thinks I'm oh, trying I know. to talk to her. She looked up the word righteousness oh, in Wikipedia. That's disturbing. And the third book is called Power in My Priesthood. <laughs> okay. The books are called From Blood and Ash. Okay. A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. Okay. And The Crown of Gilded Bones. Oh. There's going to be three more. We don't know the titles yet. Right. Author is Jennifer L. Armentrout. <laughs> And I'm obsessed with it. And with that, we should say what our episode is about. So we're going to do the top five things we were obsessed with. And how far we went with it. And how far we took it. Yeah. And one of them is not chicken and a biscuit. No. I mean, it's not on my list. I mean. Maybe it's on your list. Why would we put it on the list? And maybe, maybe the how far you took it was you ate it while recording a podcast. (laughs) But okay, so the top. So when we come back from ah. the break, from the possibly unnecessary break, <laughs> the top five things we were obsessed with and how far we took it. Let's take a break. Hey, you know what? What? We're back. We took a break. What did you do on the break? I peed. And put the chicken in a biscuit away. Away. I, well, did I? I don't think I actually closed it Well, you it put it, it on it my counter. You I'm, left it oh, on well, my I'm counter. I'm such a shithead. You're like one of my children. I am. Um, and I also refilled my drink. And I also refilled my drink. And what else did you do? Uh, thought about my choices. <laughs> that, have, that have led to my life Knock at this point. Knock that shit off! <laughs> so, we're going to talk about the five top five things in our lives we've been obsessed with far we went with these obsessions right what's your number one go my number one is a twofer because okay. they happened at the same time okay mj and mj fox okay so michael jackson and michael j fox yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so what happened was what had happened was <laughs> is thriller came out right right as i started watching family ties <laughs> and so this is my exact childhood <laughs> is it like a hundred percent so, um, wait, do you have a sibling who's my age, like 45? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were with I have a sister who's 18 months older than me. Oh, is she the one that was on the enzyme? No, no, no. Oh. That was, that's the one older than her. Oh. Nah, this too, is a different one. Too bad. So, <clears throat> I wonder if the listeners know about that. I love that. Just casually. Is she the one that was on the enzyme? One of my sister's family was on the conference enzyme. Okay. Of course they were, because they look like JCPenney catalog models, her whole family. So I, I'm listening to Thriller. My mom bought me a copy of that enzyme. <laughs> and of course... I threw it in the garbage. And it was after 
the music video came out. Because, you know, they'll release yeah, a yeah, single yeah. and a video yeah. or yeah. maybe even a couple. Do you remember... I'm sorry. I'm going to stop interrupting. Keep going. But Thriller was out. Beat It was out. Billie Jean was out. And then we, I got the album and I listened to it straight through. And that I think that was the first time in my life that I listened to an album straight through and was completely mesmerized by yeah. the magic of every single song. Yeah, 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 yeah. On top of the fact that I thought Michael Jackson was absolutely hot and sexy. Right. So weird. And he looked just like this kid in my second grade class who um, was kind of my crush all through elementary school. And we're still friends today and we talk on social media. His name was Jermaine Jackson. It was <laughs> His name was DJ. And it still is DJ. Um, well, now it's Coach DJ. But so... Um, so there was that obsession to the, to the point where like, I would get like magazines like 17 Yeah, and there were other magazines with dumb titles that don't exist anymore. Tiger beat. Yes. Yeah. I was a gay child in the eighties. I know these things. Every single issue in the, uh, mid eighties had some kind of picture of Michael Jackson. Right. Or even like the poster insert that you unfold. Right, right, right. It's like fold and force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had my wall covered with either those posters or pages that I would rip out of Teen Beat or Seventeen. Right. Covered. Right. And my cousin and I would talk about how many things we had posted on our wall of Michael Jackson. Uh Uh-huh. And it was always a competition. Yeah. Well, I have 27. (laughs) I have 32. You know, and that kind of thing. His videos, just watch them over and over. Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. And and when you say you watch them over and over, it's because you would buy a VHS cassette tape. Blink. Put it in your VCR. Shove it in. Wait until that video came on, on MTV or whatever. with bated breath in front of the TV all day. And then you would record it on VHS. It's on, it's on, it's on, record him, record! Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. How does Michael J. Fox play into this? Because it just happened at the same time. So I start watching Family Ties. And I love how he's the smart kid. And he's he's funny. And he's a Republican. And he's cute. Oh, he loved Nixon. I didn't realize how problematic that was. No, we didn't know that. We didn't know. But it was funny because his parents were like hippies. Oh, Steve and Elise were big hippies. Crazy liberal. And Michael J. Fox was like a Republican. His... Their son. Remember how his best friend was named Boner? Oh, that was a different show. That was, that was, that was, that was uh, with that Christian. That was, yeah. Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Kirk what was Cameron. That? Growing Pains. Growing Pains with um, his best friend Boner. That was with that Christian. But the sister on the show was Justine Bateman. Yeah. Sister of Justin Bateman. Right. Who can, can choke step me. on my neck. Yep. Spit with in my spiked mouth. Spiked yeah. boots on. Okay. Yep. So. <laughs> Did, have you watched the new... Melissa McCarthy movie on Netflix With called Octavia Thunder Spencer. Force. No. It's terrible. Is it? But delightful is it at the same to be time. Terrible? I mean, it's like kind of funny and fun and entertaining, but it's not good. Okay, great. But Justin Bateman plays a, a, a superhero who has crab arms. <laughs> or a super villain, I guess, who has crab arms. Yeah. And there's some great scenes. With him and Melissa McCarthy having sex hmm. and like using butter and No way! Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I mean, it's PG 13, so oh, it's nothing still, like really that's graphic. Great. But there's a lot of like rubbing butter on claws, right. Old Bay, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyway, my, it's funny that we're talking now about Justin Bateman because he was a mild obsession when he was on Silver Spoons. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was on I Silver Spoons. I thought he was way cuter then. What happened to Justine Bateman, though? Where did she go? So, so I saw something the other day where 
she's on some documentary about maybe plastic surgery or women aging or oh, something okay. like that. Great. I, I I can't great say that for sure, but exactly what happened to her? You know what? I get what my guess is. She's a woman, and so she didn't get sexier as she aged, but Justin Bateman sure fucking did. Yeah, and but here's my hope. Okay. And this is maybe naive. My hope is that she was like, I got a shit ton of money from being, what was her name? Mallory on Silver... Mallory! On, on um, <laughs> Family Ties. Ties, yes. And then she was like, I'm going to like do things I care about, like write or produce or whatever, or whatever. Yes. And not be on front of the camera anymore. I don't know. Anyway. Are they twins? Is that why it's Justine and Justin? I don't know, but for real, could you re- you really have two children and you named one Justin and one Justin? I know. Anyway, um, here's a question, and we don't need to go down this rabbit hole. Okay. But I'm going to ask the question anyway. What do we do with Michael Jackson now that we know he was like a rapist and a pedophile? Well, here's what we do. We pretend he didn't exist. Okay. We turn the radio station yeah, whatever I mean, that's what on. I do. I do too. But his songs are, like, he really was a musical genius. Uh, yes. His music is... So amazing. I think that one, but I like can't listen to it anymore. But but I, you know what? I am uh, at a complete loss for what to do. Yeah, because I have a feeling that because I'm a shit human being, right? In a few years, I'm just gonna start listening to his music. Well, again. but and here's the thing, and this I I am really posing this as a question. I do think there is a difference between supporting an artist who is still alive, who is problematic, like. Woody Allen or like oh Chris God. Brown or you know what I mean like I do feel like there's a difference between supporting those artists and supporting someone like Michael Jackson who is dead mm-hmm. but I don't know maybe there's not I don't know I don't know either it's hard yeah um and sometimes like like his, his music will like come up at work or whatever like as we're listening to music <clears throat> and I just think the people that I work with have no idea, like, what a monster he was. And so, like, they're kind of, you know, they just kind of listen and whatever, and I'm just in my mind thinking, like, this man was an absolute monster. Yeah. And and maybe was a monster for what, you know, like, because of the abuse that he endured, but, you know, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, sure. I didn't mean to take this sure, down that road. But I wanted to say that I also had pictures of Michael J. Fox on my wall in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in the trailer. And the episode where he kisses Ellen, who is some teacher, and played by Tracy Pollan, who's now his wife. Oh, I love her. And that song. I don't remember. What would you think? <gasps> oh, yeah. If I said this Yeah, that's a good one. And the before me with tears in my eyes. So... They're at some dance that they're chaperoning. Mm-hmm. And f- for whatever reason, like, they were nervous around each other for several episodes. And it was really cute. And it was like, what's going to happen? And at this dance, they danced to this song, which is fucking incredible. And then they kiss. And I watched that scene because we recorded on a VHS tape. <laughs> on a VHS tape. tape. I watched that so many times I can't even count. And the kiss was true love. Is Family Ties currently available anywhere that you know of? Like, can you watch it on Hulu or I something? I don't even know, but... But, like, because I'm just very curious, like, if it holds up. Because some of those shows, like, from back when we were kids really hold up. Some do not. Amazon 
But you got to pay for it? you got to pay for it. How many seasons did that show Prime, go for? but you got to pay for it. Okay, seasons. Oh, my God. Seven. <gasps> seven seasons. Yeah. I remember, I remember watching the last episode of Family Ties at my grandma's house. Oh, wow. And they all came out and they took a curtain call. Oh. Anyway. Okay. God damn it. That was a great show. Um, anyway. What's your number one fit? So obsession? the number one thing that I was obsessed with, and how far did I take it, <laughs> was getting into heaven. I can't wait. And the and how far I took it was I married a lady <laughs> and had three children. I married a lady. <laughs> so listen, if you if you're a new listener, yeah. I'm a homosexual. <laughs> I <laughs> Grew up Mormon. I oh, you did. I I will say so. Probably from when I was like ten, eleven, twelve. Like as I started to realize that I had sort of attractions or feelings for other humans. So pre puberty. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. I don't remember it specifically. I mean, I guess I kind of do because, like, I really remember liking the Dukes of Hazard and like <laughs> Bill and Luke Duke. So it was there. Luke Duke. Oh God, yes, <laughs> and still. To this day, Tom Wapit, let's get on it. Um, anyway, um, Tom Wapit, let's get on it. Let's That's a t-shirt. <laughs> Becky with a CK. Write that down. Tom Wapit, let's get on it. Well, she can make it. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, so I knew I was gay. Yeah. But I thought, especially when I was a, especially when I was younger, like when I was in high school or like, <clears throat> you know, kind of those early teen years, mm-hmm. I. I feel like I've said this before on this podcast, but I remember being in seminary and my seminary teacher, who was probably also gay, P.S., <laughs> yeah. saying to me, saying not to me, but to the class, yeah. that the atonement can fix anything that's broken. Oh, God, oh God. And I thought, well, I'm broken. <laughs> so the atonement can fix me. <laughs> oh. So I thought, if I'm the most righteous, then I will be fixed. And so, when, and this is particularly like in high school when I was young, I was like on the seminary council. I was, you know, I was usually, I was like the teacher's quorum president and the deacon's quorum president. Like I was all the things because I was like, if I can be righteous enough, yeah, then then I will be able to fix this. Right. This attraction to men. You were trying thing. to be the best. Yeah. If I was, if I'm the best Mormon boy, then I will fix it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as I got older, like kind of my later teens, like kind of end of high school, I realized that it wasn't going to go away. Mm-hmm. But I but I thought, well, I just never need to tell anybody. Like I can just go through my life like this. It'll right. be totally fine. Easy peasy. No big deal. I don't need to tell the woman who I'm marrying, for uh-huh. example. So anyway. How is that relevant? It was, you know, she doesn't need to know. Why would she need to know? Um, so anyway. So, yeah, I was very obsessed with the idea of, like, being a good Mormon boy to the extent that I, like, didn't care who I hurt in the process of being the best Mormon boy. Whoa. Anyway, thanks. uh, (laughs) Thank you, Gordon B. Hinckley and Spencer W. Campbell. That is huge. And I think that that sums up a lot of things for a lot of Mormons. But for real, like, it's... The the need to be the perfect like Mormon boy or Mormon and girl. You don't care who you hurt. No, the supersedes way. everything. So if you hurt people, if people get run over, if people <laughs> their feelings get hurt or they they get emotionally damaged or whatever, it doesn't matter yeah. because your job is just to be 
the perfect Mormon That's person. Incredible. Anyway. And you know, that is going to send CJ and Kendrick down a mental rabbit hole. She's right. going to flip. I, I wanted to be the best Mormon and I didn't care who I had to hurt to be that. Yeah. Holy shit. That yeah. is some deep shit, man. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway. So I want to ask you, like, your obsession with getting into heaven. Uh-huh. And I know we've talked about probably at least once on here how even though Mormons believe in three degrees of glory. Right. It's either celestial kingdom. Or nothing. Or bust. Yeah. You might. Yeah. And so when you pictured, well, Okay. What was not heaven? What was not celestial kingdom to you? Was it massive disappointment? Was it, you know, what did it mean to you? I don't know. It's like it wasn't even an option. It's like I didn't even consider. That's why I went to BYU. Yeah, I didn't even consider other paths. Yeah, I went to BYU. Like I literally had full ride scholarships to other colleges <laughs> that I turned down God. so that I could go to BYU where I had no scholarship. Right. You know, and like, like it just was like. Like, I never considered any other possibility than that I would, like, get married in the temple to a woman, you know? Right. <clears throat> it never even crossed my mind that there was another option. Mm-hmm. So it never crossed my mind that I would go on a mission. It never crossed my mind that I would. And I think, too, I had a certain sense of, like, because I have two brothers. Hi, brothers, because they both listen. Uh-huh. You only have two? No, no, no. I have um, four brothers, but okay. two of my brothers. Listen. Li- well, I, well, anyway, two of my brothers <laughs> were not really active in the church growing up. So weird. Like, at, like even in high school, we're kind of in and out and whatever. I know this isn't the topic, but like, would your mom cry about that? Oh, all the time. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, all the time. Oh, God. And my dad and anyway. But I think I had a certain f- sense of, like, pride of being, like, the good kid, you know? Mm. Like, I was the kid my parents didn't have to worry about. Because and which, I are was, you, which are you in the, in the eight? I was in the eight. Mm-hmm. I'm number four of eight, but I'm the second son. So these are the two brothers that are just younger that than me. That sounds like the books I'm reading. The, <laughs> the second son <laughs> of the second son. Anyway, but no, I had a, I, I, there was a, I had this kind of feeling of pride of being, like, the good kid mm-hmm. that my parents didn't have to worry about. So to jump off of this, like. Why do you keep writing things down? It's stressing me because, out. Uh, because there's things I want to add and I'll forget. Okay. <laughs> because I probably have Alzheimer's like my dad did and then he died. He's dead now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <clears throat> To jump off of your, like, obsession with going to heaven. Uh-huh. Okay. The Mormon heaven. Right. Um, <clears throat> two things. First, have you seen the Book of Mormon musical? Oh, yeah. Okay. Spooky Mormon hell dream. So great. It's so great. So but, funny. But was there a part of you that was like, yep. Yeah. Did you have dreams like that? Like, spooky Mormon hell dreams? I don't think so. No. <clears throat> like, I don't. Like, that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't live in fear that I would slip up because I knew I never would. Like, I was never worried about, like, well, what if I kiss a boy or what if I, like, trip and a dick just slides in my mouth? <laughs> like, I wasn't worried about that because I knew it would never happen. God, I love it when that happens. I knew, I, I like, I just knew, like, literally the hottest man on earth could have walked up in front of me, taken off all of his clothes. Yeah. And I would have, I would have done nothing. My gay ex-husband Gary was the same way. Yeah, like yeah. not like <clears throat> there's no possible way I was going to screw up, right? Or and that I, I was going to tell anyone, or that I was going to slip up, or that I was going to make a mistake. Like nothing. Yeah, fuck. And you know what betrayed me? What? Biology. Oh, because you were born gay. Well, because <laughs> I got married 
Yeah. And, like, we had a terrible sex life oh because right. I was gay. And I, I couldn't, know. like, I didn't want to have sex with a woman, so I couldn't get an erection. And anyway. Tish was so magnanimous. Bless, I know. Bless Tish's heart. But anyway, anyway. But, like, that was the thing that betrayed me is that my body was like, oh, no, fuck no. We're not doing this. Even though, like, I was, like, in my mind, I was like, I will never screw up. No one will ever know. I'll never, like, let my guard down. I'll never mess up. I'll never let, in, let it on. Let on. But then my penis was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> No, we're not into this. Biology. Anyway. So wait. That's something I was obsessed so with. So to jump off of the whole obsession with um Penises. Heaven. Heaven. Mormon, oh, heaven. Mormon heaven. Mormon heaven. Yesterday. Uh-huh. In Spanish Fork, Utah. Oh God. Yeah. My ancestral home. I did. <laughs> it is. It's where my pe- it's where my people are from. Oh, stop. It really is. <clears throat> my grandparents, my parents, <laughs> Spanish Fork, um, my ancestral home. I judge state drama. Oh, yes. So state drama. Yes. So everyone from all four corners yes. of Utah. Um, <clears throat> Do you know what I did at state drama? What? I did a scene from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh. <laughs> as the, as the. As the. Robert. Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not as the lovey, old, not as lovey and whatever and as younger, the older couple. Okay. <clears throat> but isn't that funny? Because I was like a seventeen-year-old like Mormon okay. kid who never had a drink, who had to play so, like a drunk. So many segues. God, I love that show. My gay ex-husband Gary, when we were married, we did a scene of that. The Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever his name was. Robert Peck. Robert, who no, did that? No, I don't. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know, but Rachel, right in. We fucking killed it. Oh, I was I, like in my mind. <laughs> In my mind, yeah. 17-year-old me doing that scene with Charlotte Nielsen that I went to high school with playing Martha and me playing George, we fucking destroyed it. And we were up against a we were up against this fucking scene from Mountain View. Oh from fuck that. It, was there a play called like Tilly's something, Tilly's Dream, Tilly's Hope? Anyway, up against them. Sounds right. And we were like, don't you fucking dare. We've got George and Martha. We're playing oh, alcoholics yeah. and oh, we're 16 yeah. year old Mormons. Oh yeah. And we, we thought our shit did not stink. <laughs> so, anyway, so we're in Spanish work judging state drama. And I'm watching. Let's do a whole episode about state drama. <laughs> There's so much to say. There's a whole podcast series. Yeah, let's. So, I mean, I was a state drama champion multiple times. I mean, as was I. Yes. But let's make that our, that's going to be our second podcast. It's just going to be called (laughs) State Drama. Champions. (laughs) Just going to be about. It's just going to be about the state drama competition. (laughs) So I'm there and I'm, and I'm watching, um, I had to judge three rounds. Right. Three different events. I did pantomime, which I don't think they do outside of Utah. Pantomime. It's such a bullshit. You fucking gays. (laughs) There's a bunch of homos. And then uh, contemporary scenes. Right, And right. then humorous monologues. And I'm watching these, especially in the contemporary scenes, I'm watching these amazingly talented young girls. Uh-huh. Um, in the contemporary scenes round, um, it, the way they do it now is you have to rank each scene first, second, third, fourth, 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 fourth. I seriously want to do a whole podcast about <laughs> State drama. You're smiling from I'm your like ear. so excited about this. Yes, yes. But then you give them points based on how they followed a certain rubric. Okay. And so four scenes in this um, round had full points. Okay. And I'm not, I'm a picky bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a couple. You're of, a cunt. I, I, 
I mean, to be fair. <laughs> but I also don't want to ruin anyone's lives. No, no, no. You know. No. So, um, I'm watching this and I'm thinking about myself. Right. At that age. And thinking, like, how I felt so actualized uh-huh, in, uh-huh. in my body, in my uh-huh. skin, doing right. what I loved, and I was good at it. Right. Da, 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 da. And it wasn't even a second thought. I, it didn't even skip a beat that all that success meant nothing because once I found a husband, I was going to get married and have kids and not have a career. <laughs> and it was just like, I'm just going to be the best at whatever I do right now because that somehow that will help me. In getting married in the temple. Wow. Somehow, me doing this scene where I'm playing drunk George <laughs> with drunk Martha from I Who's mean, Afraid of Virginia but, Woolf. But also, when you're Mormon, you have to be the best. There's this yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. You have you to be, be the, the best. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but it never occurred to me, should I do this as a career? Oh, right. Not no, get married no. and have oh, oh, God, no. Not God, no. for God, a no. fucking God, no. second. And here I am. I'm two years away from my youngest graduating from high school. Yeah. And I'm looking. There's a There's a... A clear view now that in two years, I can do whatever I want to do, and that means an acting career. Right. And um, can I judge state drama? Do I have to have qualifications? Not really. Like, would they hire me? Yes. I mean, I had, I did theater in college. Then they would. I have an English degree. Yeah, they don't care. Okay. Yeah. Next time you go, yeah. I want to judge state drama so bad. You got it. Did you get to give the kids notes? No. Oh, God, you can would, at Shakespeare Con. Oh, God. I would love to give let's, some notes. Let's see oh, if we God. can we can judge at Shakespeare Con. Oh, my God. In October. Yes. Okay. And yeah. In Cedar City. And you even stand up and give the notes in front of the room. Anyway, anyway. I, was, I was about to go into a whole monologue about Shakespeare competition, <laughs> but I'm not God. going to. That's such a, and it's a Utah thing for okay, those Okay, we got to stop. Anyway. This is the worst segment because like, all we're doing is talking about I drama. was obsessed with it too because yeah. it never occurred to me that even though I'm so good at what I do. Right. And you are. And I wanted to continue to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, It wasn't a question in you're, my mind. You're what we call a triple threat. I can sing. Can I can act, act. And fuck. And you can fuck. <laughs> you're what we call a double threat. I can't dance. If well, that's what you mean. So, okay, never mind. I'm going to tell this story off air because this we've gone on way too long about this. Okay. But you're a double threat. Thanks. We love a double threat. I mean, the fuck, the fuck thing doesn't make it a triple threat. I know how to fuck. Okay. Great. Cool. Should we do number two? Should we take a break? I think we should go on. Well, let's do number two. What's your number two thing you were obsessed oh with? And God. how far did you take it? Well, <clears throat> when I was in middle school. Okay. Um, there was music coming out on the radio that I hated that all my peers loved. Right. And we're talking. Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, New Kids on the Block. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And I just wanted to pour acid all over my body. Right, right. And slowly decay. Right, right. Um, and so because music, for some reason, I don't know why, really, I I literally don't know where this comes from, is so important to me, Uh I had to find something to listen to. Right. So there was the oldie stations. They don't really exist, but 50s and 60s, strictly. Stations. Well, no, the oldies stations still exist, but now they play like early 2000s. Exactly. That's now the oldies. So, so the oldies, like the true oldies, 50s right. and 60s, beginning of rock and roll and all that and pop music. I would listen to that. And then I started to look through my parents' record collection, uh-huh, uh-huh. which was every single Beatles album. Right. Among other things. Right. And 
I was like, you know what? This reminds me of my childhood. I would li- my parents would play this album that they recorded onto a cassette mm-hmm. while we took road trips. Uh-huh. And so I started listening to it from start to finish. Which album? This was Meet the Beatles. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's the one that has like, she loves you. Yeah. So early. Yeah, yeah, Beatles. yeah. Um, and then I just went through every one. And mm-hmm. I had a Beatles obsession. Okay. In the late... 80s. Okay. 88 and 89. Okay. And did that whole thing with the VHS, like, if something comes on VH1. Right. That's the Beatles, because they wouldn't do that on MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would record it. Right. And that meant watching it all day and waiting for something. To come right, out. right, right. Um, it also was like, get the TV guide and scour it for anything that says Beatles. Right. And then you're going to record whatever that is. Y'all, it was hard when we were kids. And <laughs> we couldn't just type it into the TV. Wait, I lived in Memphis, Tennessee at the right. time. And oh, right. I lived you had in, like 13 channels. I lived in Memphis, Tennessee at the time. And I wanted a Beatles t-shirt. Okay. Someone told me I had to go to some shop in downtown Memphis. <laughs> so my mom, we had to schedule it because driving into downtown Memphis was not a thing sure. we did because we no. lived in the suburbs. No. And we we did this without calling ahead. They didn't have any Beatles shirts in oh, at that God. time. God damn it. They had all the others. Rolling Stones. Right. Pink Floyd. Right. Da, 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 da. I finally found one. I don't remember how. And wore it to the point where it had holes in it. How do you feel about the Beatles now? Oh, they're the greatest band that ever really? existed. Really? Okay, okay. Yes. Um, they are the greatest band that ever existed. But I have other like top favorites like Depeche Mode. Okay. Okay. Can do no wrong. Right. Um, so. Tiffany can do no wrong, for that. example. Oh, my God. For I example. still change the fucking station when I hear, I think we're alone now. Oh, it's such a good song. Oh, my oh, God. I such hate a good her. song. So here's the thing. Here's I'm, the thing. I become a hippie in the late 80s. Okay. Which means I can't spray my bangs anymore. No. No more curling and spraying and teasing no. the bangs. No. So I was down the middle. I no on the side. Okay. You didn't do down the middle. Oh god no. Okay. I would have been beaten to a you pulp. Were, so not a Winnie Cooper. And my body thrown in a ditch. Okay. And so I started just parting my hair on the side and letting my bangs grow out. Right. Right. So I could look like Edie Brickell. Okay, who was one of the only modern singers who got me. She got you. Yeah. She got you. And so I was like the one girl in my middle school who didn't curl with a curling iron, tease and spray her bangs. And people would say, why do you do that? Why do you try to grow your hair over your face like that? And you were like, because I'm Edie Brickell, bitches. <laughs> I remember when the girls showed up at the bus stop. Yeah. With the with the non bangs, with the bangs that were smooth. And were down. you confused? Oh, so confused. Yes. I was like, what's happening to right. Emily Witt? Because if anyone had bangs, you fucking sprayed them. If you yeah, did, yeah, yeah. you were probably yeah. abused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number two. Are you done? I'm done. This episode this episode is gonna be seven hours long. <laughs> my number two. We gotta go faster on the rest, because we're only on number two and we're like 30 minutes into the this segment. Love it, but okay, we can go faster. So my number two thing that I became obsessed with, and how far did I take it? <laughs> yes. Is Sebastian Stan. That's current, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So Sebastian Stan is an is an American actor. Yes, he is. He plays the winter soldier mm-hmm. in the Bucky? In Bucky yeah. Barnes in the Avengers movie. Uh-huh. He's also in many other things. 
<clears throat> I was not like he never. I I just he just wasn't on my radar. Like he was fine. I thought he was handsome. Whatever. The first place I ever saw him was um, Black Swan. <gasps> I He's... forgot he was in that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, so now, so now there's a TV show. On called Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which has a lot of Sebastian Stan, obviously. And if no, and if not all of you know that, you're living under a rock. Right. So I've been watching that, and TikTok knows I've been watching that because <laughs> TikTok knows everything. <laughs> so it just shows me videos about that are like, you know, spoiler alerts about Falcon and the Winter Soldiers, <clears throat> Easter eggs you've missed in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and also videos of why Sebastian Stan is so hot. Yeah. So. So slowly, so I don't know if I'm falling more in love with him and that's why TikTok is showing me the videos or if TikTok is showing me the videos and that's why I'm falling more in love with him. I don't know which came first. I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg. But anyway, that man is so fucking hot. Yeah. Like insanely hot. How old is he? I have no idea. Looking it up. But he has that metal arm as the Winter Soldier. (laughs) Think of how much he could choke me with that metal arm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm obsessed. Near death I'm in love with him. His body is amazing. Hmm. I think the Winter Soldier might be gay. I won't go into that whole thing, but it has to do with tigers on Tinder. Anyway. But here's how obsessed I am. Here's how far I took it. Okay. There was a new movie coming out called Monday. The rumors were... That Sebastian Stan showed his penis in it. Yeah. Did I pay six ninety nine to rent Monday on iTunes? Absolutely, I did on the that day is... one. I literally had a <laughs> reminder set on my phone to remind me <clears throat> to look up Monday on the day that it was released, which was last Friday. Yeah. Like I was like, hey, well, okay. Siri, That's... remind me on Friday to look up the movie Monday. That's bigger than the six ninety nine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and then on Friday night, I was like, Monday. And then I rented the movie. I haven't watched it yet. Literally because there are rumors <laughs> that he's fully naked in it. Meaning you see the pee-pee. You see the pee-pee. Pee-pee. There is, a movie, there is a movie that he was in called The Bronze. I sent you this clip, didn't you I? You did, where he has gymnastic sex. <laughs> so The Bronze, <laughs> which I also have not seen, is about like a like a woman who's a gymnast and he's like a gymnast coach or something. Yeah. And anyway, then they have sex and it's gymnastic sex and you see his butt a lot and they're doing like splits while they're having sex anyway it's amazing it's amazing but that's how obsessed i was i paid seven dollars <clears throat> to maybe see his penis <laughs> in a movie that might be garbage could right. be total trash this is me henry cavill and the witcher oh oh yeah yeah but i will watch that whole movie right because like i literally could google sebastian stan penis monday and i could like find ah, screen caps ah, of it you just want to I want to be in. I want to. I want to be, be in, in the, the whole thing. Yeah, you yeah, be yeah. In the moment. Anyway, so, so that's was, how obsessed I am, and that's how so far he's I took a it. Leo, okay, born in eighty two. Oh, gee. oh, okay. That's not that. No. He's like kind of old. He's like um. What he's like they, five years younger than he's me. He's what they call a zenial in between Gen X and um. That's millennial. Me. That's what I am. I'm. Mm, no, I am. Okay. Um, Seventy seven is like we don't fit either way. He was born in Romania. I knew that. And then moved to Austria. I knew that because of the TikTok videos. And then when he was 12, he moved to? California? I don't know. Okay, okay. Anyway. And he studied at Rutgers. Rutgers. And spent a year at the Globe in London. Anyway, he could choke me with that metal (laughs) hand. That metal hand that the Wakandans built out of vibranium. He could just wrap that around my throat. And even though I know it has a release button, I wouldn't push that release button. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Not, I wouldn't push not it. Until... No. Nope. 
Not until you erupt. Not until the Dermalaji told me to. Anyway, what's your number three? <laughs> oh, we're going to keep going. Let's keep going. Why no, not? Let's do it. the thing where we don't take breaks, even thing. though I have to pee. This is really embarrassing. Not that any of these have. Great. <laughs> Great. Sebastian Stan will be in my dissertation because it's <laughs> so embarrassing. So not embarrassing. Um, <clears throat> in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do number three really quick. Just FYI. Okay. In the 80s, there was this show called The New Leave it to Beaver. Did you know that? I don't remember. It was this. only on the Disney Channel. <laughs> okay, and you was, had that even though you were poor. Even though we were poor, as we previously established. I think it was like my parents. Like this is one thing we can give them. Right. Um, we can <laughs> give them love or support or affection. <laughs> I didn't. Or safety. I didn't and go security, to. But we will give them the Disneyland Disney until I was twenty-one years old. Right. But did anyways, you go with your gay ex-husband? I did. It was our honeymoon. Oh, so fucking gay. And gay. That fag. And so. <laughs> what, what a fag. Anyway. By the way, yeah, I told him today because he was in town uh-huh. that Gen Zs re- and millennials are reclaiming fag. Oh, they are, and he, yeah, just like you do. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not Gen Z or millennial. I know. I'm generation. I'm a but Z-nial. you do a lot. I'm of generation. Mo- I'm generation you, Catalano. You, <laughs> you do a lot of Gen Z millennial things because I think I'm because 20. you're relevant. Yeah. So anyway, I was telling him how to reclaim the word fag, and he gave me the dirtiest look. Really? Yeah. He was oh. like, um... I'll call him a faggot right to his face. I mean... <laughs> well, because Jack was like, I have this bracelet that, that has says fag on it, and I... Do you think I should wear it around Dad? <laughs> I was like, no. When and, I see him, if he's in town, when I see him, I'm going to yeah. be like, what's up, fag? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so there you're watching a show, a show the called The New, New Leave It to Beaver. Beaver. With the original cast, their wives, who were meeting for the first time, wow. and their children. Right, okay. Okay. Wally the Beave. Yes. Okay. And um, the Beave uh-huh. had two sons. Okay. And there was the older one who I was obsessed with, and I thought, well, I need to convert him to the church and marry him. And I was eight. I was eight. I was eight. Right, right, right. I was right. in a cult. Right, right. And <clears throat> he had this little brother who had red hair. Right. Okay. And I was obsessed with this show simply because of the older son of the beef. Okay. Okay. I need you to know how far I took it. I really wonder if anyone else on planet Earth <laughs> remembers <laughs> the new Leave it to Beaver. On planet Earth. But for real. <laughs> Like it, probably, it lasted seven seasons. No, it didn't. It did. I just no, checked. It didn't. I, okay. 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 Here's how far I took it. Okay, Are how you far ready? did you take I it? I need you to I take some deep breaths. I'm going to hold some space for I you. I hope you do because this could be the end of our friendship. Um. So the remember how I said the little brother had red hair? Yeah. It was the same color as my sister's red hair. Great. What's up, Sister Volva? Sister Volva and I shared a bedroom for many years. Right. Until I was about 14. Right. Well, when I was eight, nine, whatever years old, and obsessed with uh, the new Leave It to Beaver, <laughs> I woke up one night in the middle of like three a.m. Sure, sure, as one does. And I looked over and saw my sister curled up in the fetal position, asleep, with her back to me. So she was like six. Yeah. Okay. And in my head, she was the little brother. From the newly rich Beaver. <laughs> she was the little brother from the newly rich Beaver. And I honestly believed in my head that somehow the kid who played 
had like teleported into your into bedroom? my bedroom. Oh God! I kept looking over to double check, not to her face because it was away from me, right? But just to the back of her, thinking, right? That's that's him. That has to be him. <laughs> and I thought about all the questions I would ask him, right? Of about course. the older brother, of course, and, thinking, and about Wally. This is how the older brother is going to become my boyfriend, right? Naturally, I don't know if I've ever had a moment of insanity quite like that. Does Sister Bulba then. know about this? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, that you almost started pegging her. I, <laughs> God, no. But I woke up the next morning and guess what? It was Sister Volva. Yes! God damn it. <laughs> you were like, where's the where's the younger son of the beaver? And she was like, what? You were like, no. Last night it was the younger son of the beaver. Where'd he go? And it wasn't like I woke up and thought, silly me. It was I woke up and I thought, what the fuck happened? You thought Satan. Where is the... S- Satan has been here. <laughs> And he has taken the younger son of the beaver and replaced him with Sister Twain. What's your Sister number Bola. three? Let's go right <clears throat> So my number three, the first boy <laughs> that I kissed, mm-hmm. oh, like was affectionate with, had sex with. Yeah. Um, was your uh, therapist? No. No. God, I no, wish. No, no. God, I wish. <laughs> um, I was... Very, very much in love with him, okay. which of course I was. Like, you know what I mean? Like the in first person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Y- this is the person that was the first person that I had like any sort of. Oh yeah, my gay husband. Physical very, was experience. In love with his first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I was kind of obsessed with him, and he was kind of a horrible person, and then like treated me really, really poorly. But I was like, this <clears> is great. <throat> anyway, he was going to come over one night. This was in the like two-week period that we were, like, seeing each other. Okay. He was going to come over one night, and we were going to watch... I don't remember if it was all of them, but we were going to watch the Batman movies. Like, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Oh, okay, with um, Christian yeah. Bale. Yeah. So I bought them all on iTunes, because mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I love these Batman movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. No one loves those Batman movies. <laughs> I do. I kind of do. Really? I haven't rewatched them, but I love anyway, them. Anyway, so I just like, I, and then we didn't even watch them. We just sort of like made out or whatever. And then he treated me like shit. But I, I really hate that I did that. <laughs> because I hate those <clears throat> Batman movies. They're not good. Some of them are good. And the first so, one was good. So what is it you obsessed over? Him. This oh, boy. Oh, okay. I was so obsessed with this boy that he was like, oh yeah, I love those Batman movies. And I was like, oh my God, me too. And then but he was you like, don't. no. And then he was like, I love DC Comics. And I was like, oh my God, me too. And you are a Marvel No, I'm person. a Marvel bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway. So I still own those movies on iTunes. I've never watched them. Oh. I don't care. Yeah. That's how far you took it. That's how far I took it. That was not that interesting. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. <laughs> Wait, uh, I can't unlock my phone. Oh, here we go. Let's take a break. You. How was that 77-minute segment you just listened to? Look, here, it, it was great. <laughs> was it hard that you didn't have a break? Um, I don't know if I'm asking you or the gentle listeners. I usually listeners. don't go that long without rubbing one out. So Okay, so we Just are kidding. talking about... We are talking about our top five obsessions and how far we went with them. And just to be clear, my number three was a guy and I bought... Shitty movies. Just, I just want to clarify you that. The, the Christopher Nolan Batman DC, and you're not right. into any of it. No, but and like maybe the first one was good, but no one wanted to see that one with like Bane. No one cared about that one. That's fair. 
So anyway, okay. That's so fair. What's your number four? <clears throat> oh, let me get my list that I wrote with um pen, with pen and, paper. and paper. My number four is um <laughs> that's funny. Tom Welling. <gasps> Who's Tom Welling? Brother Coffee. <laughs> Tom Welling played Clark Kent mm-hmm. on Smallville. Yeah. Literally has not done anything else no, since or uh, otherwise has, that I know of. If he has, it doesn't matter. God. Before it was the CW, it was the... The WB. The WB! It was also the UPN. Or maybe the UPN and the CW combined to become... Or no, the UPN and the WB combined to become the CW. I don't know. Anyway, Tom but, Welling. But this was the same year that... I told my gay ex-husband Gary I wanted a divorce for right. the first time. Right. And that I started emailing Tom Willing. Um no. <laughs> I started emailing uh the guy from New York. I don't know if we gave him a a fake name. His name was Blaine. Okay. I think we did give him maybe Liam or something like that. His okay. name was Blaine. Right. And that's Blaine is fake enough. So Yeah. Um That's he, a kitchen appliance. His, it's not a name. <laughs> His name was Blaine. And I had been emailing with him and telling and expressing my undying love for him that had been in existence since high school. And right, right, He was right, saying right. the same things to me. Right. And I'm watching Tom Welling in Smallville, and in my mind, mm. that's Blaine. And <laughs> all, a lot of pressure all for the, Blaine. I know. All the, like, because I hadn't seen Blaine in years. Yeah. I had this, like, idea that for some reason, like, since this is what I was looking for, meaning Tom Welling uh-huh. in Smallville, right. then that must be exactly what Blaine is like. Right. And so that's why I was obsessed with Tom Welling. He was gorgeous. Yeah. He was kind. Yeah. Sweet, gentle. Yeah. But also when he needed to be mad, he could do a good job of that. And I needed all those things and still do. <laughs> so, like, I think it was probably season two, the season two promo for Smallville. I can't even believe you know specifics like oh, that. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. If if <laughs> they're... If, okay, if we're in the 90s... Yeah. And you ask me about any celebrity, and if they ever appeared, like, nude or shirtless, I, I will be able to tell you. <laughs> like, in what film, <laughs> like, did they show butt, or was there more? Like, I'll know all of it. But anyway, okay. I think it was the season two, like, promo material for Smallville... There was like a magazine ad, because that's what promos were back then, of Tom Welling. And he was in a cornfield, and he was like tied up. Do you remember this? Yes. And he was shirtless. Yes. And he had an S written on his chest. Yes. And I don't even remember why any of that happened in the show. Oh. But like, good goddamn. Fuck. Good god. Damn. Oh my god. Yeah, he was hot. Yeah, that's it. What's your number four? I really hope, I really hope that Tom Welling... Much like Justine Bateman, just took all of his Smallville money yeah. and just went and lived his best life. And did something meaningful. Yeah, and just was like, cool, I got a shit ton of money. I never need to work again. <laughs> so I'm going to just like go live my life. Incredible. I hope that for him. Too. And I hope he did a lot of push-ups. Yeah. Anyway. I hope he fucks. So my number two, my number four obsession <laughs> was the Bon Appetit Cinematic Universe. Uh, uh, help me out here. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's a magazine called Bon Appetit. Cinematic Universe. Oh, my God. It was... I know about the mag. Right. So they became very popular a few years ago because of their YouTube channel. So they had a YouTube channel where their chefs that worked for Bon Appetit 
would do these videos like preparing food. So it was like Molly Boz. It was Brad, <laughs> whatever his name is. It was that <laughs> Iranian guy whose name I can't remember because I've had too much to drink. Great. Anyway, it was Carla Lolly Music. And they would do these videos. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed. I know. Okay. These when, people when were, I mean, this was like a couple years ago. Oh, okay. These people were my best friends. Oh, oh. I followed them on Instagram. Okay. I watched their stories. I watched lives. If they told me to buy, buy something, I bought it. I have a fish weight that I paid $120 for because Sola told me to buy it. I have a carbon steel pan that that Carla told me to buy that I used today and realized I don't really like it. I have 12 pounds of diamond crystal kosher salt in my pantry right now because they only used diamond diamond crystal kosher salt. I have a wide variety of mortar and pestles in my house. I have whole Indian spices so that I can bloom them in ghee. I cook in ghee. Of course you do. I'm a, I am was obsessed. Ghee is a language, right? Whatever. Ghee is clarified butter. I know. Whatever these people told me to buy, I would buy it. That is really far. That's taking an obsession. Really and like, far. and I watch the YouTube videos. Like I, I bought, I pre-ordered cookbooks. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Then a year or so ago. Uh-huh. It turned out that Bon Appetit is incredibly racist (laughs) and they completely blew up their own YouTube channel because the, the talent that was, that was people of color asked to be paid the same amount of the white talent. What? Yeah, this is. They weren't? No, no, the, the, the non-white talent was literally not being paid to appear on these videos. Like they were kind of doing it as like a favor, even though the white talent was getting paid, like, a lot of extra money to do these videos. And the non-white talent was sort of just, like, didn't really have contracts to get paid, and they kept saying, like, oh, we're going to pay you, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the whole thing blew up about a year ago. The the editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit, whose name is Adam Rappaport, who I always thought was a piece of shit, turns out was a piece of shit and got called out. no. And so all of the white and non-white talent basically said, like, we're not making any more videos until we work this out. And then basically Bon Appetit, who had this huge, I mean, it was this huge intellectual property. Like, people were obsessed with these YouTube videos. It was, it brought so much revenue, I'm sure, to that company. The Bon Appetit powers that be were like, well, we don't want to pay the people of color. And would not renegotiate their contracts. So basically everyone left. So all the white... All the white people left and all the, well, not all, most of the white people left and most of the, and all of the people of color left. And we're just like, well, we're not going to do this anymore. Uh, yeah. And the whole thing blew up and now it's just dead. And oh. it kind of makes me sad because it wow. was like this really wonderful, great thing, but it was like really, apparently really toxic and awful on the inside. Um, what and- the fuck? Like what the actual fuck? Why is that ex- in existence at all? It's wild to me that like, that even just from a financial standpoint, they had this really, really popular intellectual property of these Bon Appetit YouTube videos. I mean, they were insanely popular. And it drove magazine sales, it drove book sales, it drove all these things. And these these chefs that were in these videos that were people of color said to Bon Appetit, you need to pay us the same way you're paying our white co-stars. And Bon Appetit was like, no, nah, that's cool. And so now, like, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, my like, God. Like, the Bon Appetit YouTube channel does, I mean, it probably is still there because I know they've, like, hired new people or whatever. Yeah. But, like, 
because I used to subscribe to the magazine. The magazine got really bad because all these really talented people left. Damn. Anyway, so I was obsessed. Like, they were like my friends. Yeah. And now they're all gone. What the actual fuck? The whole thing was super wild. I want to tell a quick story. Right. I heard this today and I've never heard anything like it. Okay. And I was absolutely vibrating with rage. Was it Julie Through the Glass by Carly Simon? That's what it was. Julie Through the Glass. Anyway. Have a good night. We'll talk to you guys later. That's the so, end. No, okay. Um, today, uh-huh. I found out that a brother-in-law of mine, uh-huh. who served his mission in Brazil in 76. Ooh, okay. okay. You with me? Yep. So, mission in 76. Also already feels racist. In Brazil. Right. Something about Brazil I didn't realize is that it's a, quite a melting pot of uh-huh. ethnicities. Yeah. And in the 70s, I don't know about any other decade because I just know about this context of the story. When my brother-in-law was on his mission, you could not... You, the, the people of Brazil didn't ask each other what ethnicities they were. It was taboo. Right. Because everyone was kind of a mixture. Yeah. There was a, you know... There was a, everybody who was a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know. Um, however, if you were a Mormon missionary in 1976 in Brazil, uh-huh. you were required to ask almost right off the bat about the ethnicity of the person you were teaching. Why? Because if they had any black in them, they couldn't teach them to the oh, discussions. Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard this? If, if there no, was but- any. Black in them, they couldn't teach them the discussions. But that makes sense. I know, but 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 it but but it doesn't and it does, but it doesn't and it does. They... Julie through the glass. I was like, what the fuck? So if they had any black in them, mm-hmm. they had to change the subject right. in the visit and leave. Right. Wild. They had one person that they had taught that they had really hit it off with, and he would run into them. This black man. Right. And be like, hey, like, let's get together again. And he was like really excited and interesting, but they had to turn a shoulder. That What's so wild about that too? I mean, it, it feels very 1970s, but like, what did black mean? Did it mean African? It must mean African descent. Because there's a lot of other places and parts of the world that consider themselves black yes. that are not necessarily African. Right. But obviously like we I didn't have that level of nuance uh, uh, in right. 1976. I, I don't even, anyway. I don't even know. But anyway, that's a anyway. little uh, anecdote on that that blew my goddamn mind. Today. And fuck you, Bon Appetit. Oh, yes. So what's your number five? My number five is um, the movie musical starring Anne-Margaret and... Um, Dick Van Dyke and Janet Lee, Bye Bye Birdie. <gasps> okay. Which I also didn't discover until the 80s. So all of these are like very 80s-centric. I can't believe you were obsessed with a musical. You <laughs> hate musicals. <laughs> so that's something that I've happened as I've come into my emotional intelligence. Oh, you don't like musicals because you're emotionally <laughs> intelligent? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm a cunt. Didn't anyway, you say that earlier? Anyway. So anyway. Tell us more about Bye Bye Birdie. <clears throat> so we have like 
American movie classics, the channel that called that was called AMC. Yeah. I don't know if it still exists. I think it I does. think so. Yeah. Um, and they really only showed classics. It right. was before they had their own TV shows. Right, I think right, Walking right. Dead was their f- first series. Yeah. yeah. It was way before any of that, and they just showed like black and whites and movies from the fifties and sixties. And my mom was like, "Oh my gosh, I recorded Bye Bye Birdie, and I want you guys to watch it." Meaning me and my little sister. Uh-huh. Not your brother. No, he was too young. Well, and he was a boy. Well. <laughs> But he was literally a baby. He was born in 83. Boys don't like musicals. <laughs> so we have such this identity of being redheads that we're introduced to Anne Margaret, who has right, red hair, right. who's not a natural redhead. <laughs> and we're obsessed with this movie. Here's mm-hmm. how far I took it. Okay. Not only did I learn all the songs... Right. And try to sing exactly like Anne Margaret. I mean, not just sing the songs, but exactly but like, like take her. Take the breath when she took the breath. Right, right, yeah, and, yeah. and sound like her, like yeah. like doing impressions. Yeah. But there is this big song and dance number in the middle of um, the movie in a soda shop. Yeah. Called "Got a Lot of Living to Do," with Conrad Birdie, who was like the celebrity in the movie. Right. And I memorized the whole dance uh-huh. and did it over and over. And I did it for talent shows. Right. Family home evenings, I probably. D- oh, yeah. And when any, whenever any relatives came into town, I would show them. <laughs> and now you hate musicals. Well, I don't hate musicals. I just don't like. Name one musical that you like. I really, really like Grey Gardens. Is that a musical? Yes. There's a musical? It won a Tony. It did? Yes. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, I think in 2011. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my With Apple Music Christina... playlist. Baranski? No. She's in Search Party. She's the mom of the blonde in Search Party. Christine. Chenoweth. Shit. Anyway, I'll tell you guys later. But um, I became obsessed with Anne Margaret at that point. Uh huh. And as as one show, <clears throat> right? And then uh, that's the end of the story. I don't know if you know this about me, <laughs> but I love musicals so much. Right, I know so much. I do know. Today, Christine Ebersole. Oh, okay. okay she originated okay. the role of Little Edie. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't even know there was a musical of Great Gardens. Yeah. Okay. I was in it. I love musicals on Broadway. <laughs> and Henry Cavill was there outside the stage door waiting for me. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, okay. So my number five is not very good. So we're just going to do it very quickly. Okay. So the num the the number five thing that I became obsessed with your pee pee. <laughs> no, it was it was tipping the gay balance. And let me tell you what that means. Oh, I know. Do you know? I think. Go ahead. So when I <clears throat> came out, which was like seven years ago, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. I was like, okay, I have spent 37 years of my life (laughs) watching movies about straight people, (laughs) watching TV shows about straight people, and reading books about straight people. Yeah. And I'm fucking done. Right. I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. I only want homo stories. I want gay stories. (sighs) I want queer stories. So I literally, I read a lot of books. Yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. But I literally, I almost exclusively listen to queer books Mm -hmm. if a tv show i mean tvs tv and movies are a little trickier because there's just not as many queer stories out there 
But like, if it's just like a straight love story, I have literally zero interest in watching it. I just don't care. Right. I'm I'm a I'm that obsessed with tipping the gay balance that that's how far I've taken it. That you will turn off the program or yeah, or just, it's just not interesting to me. Like there was a movie that came out last year with. Never mind, scratch that because I'm too drunk to like make anything make sense. But yeah. If there's a movie that people are like, oh my God, you got to see this. It's so great. If it's this love story, I just don't care. I don't care. I've seen your straight love stories play right. out. I've seen them all. Right. And I don't care. And it's, they help. Well, they're fine. I mean, whatever. They're great. I'm happy for you, straights. Ah! But I just want to watch movies about gay people. Yeah. Anyway. Your sister and I uh-huh. were talking about Outlander. Right. This is a great example. And exactly. Because young Jamie. Right. Uh, is the hottest redonkulous. man, like the hottest human <laughs> on planet Earth. Right. Like when I see photos of him, I don't even know how to process it. Exactly. He's so attractive. I mean, he's number two for me to Henry Cavill. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was telling her about my obsession with a certain book series. I I don't know if you've heard of it from Blood <laughs> the, and Ash. The oh yes yes the crown <laughs> be upon me of scales and <laughs> the crown of scales and bones. <laughs> Anyway, and I and I was telling her how supportive you've been of that. Right. And uh, she said, "Yeah, we're not going to yuck your yum." She said, "I have rewatched Outlander forty times just because I need to see Young Jamie." I didn't even know this about her. <laughs> and um, so to jump off from that, like what you just said, he is the hottest human being that can oh, yeah. even process it, and it's like sexual and naked yeah. and shirtless yeah. in that show a lot. And because it's a straight love story, you can't even could watch not, it. Couldn't even care. Yeah. Couldn't even care. That is, that's taking that obsession pretty far. I. But I would say it's healthy. Well, I will look at pictures of him online. Yeah. And jerk off to them. Okay. And have done that. <laughs> but I will, I just, I've tried, I've tried like three times to watch Outlander. And I'm just always like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. A for I don't effort. care. A Claire, effort. I don't care about you, Claire. You're too straight. Is that her Claire. name? Claire. Anyway. Claire. Yeah. What's what's his name as an actor? Oh, and, and I can't remember it now because my obsession with Henry Cavill has eclipsed. I like I can't I can't I, anyway I can't even think about. It. Have you have you seen the clip? Sam Hewen. Have you seen the clip of Henry Cavill where he? I think I probably said. I'm going to kill you. you. I'm going to kill no, you. No, why? Because I can't handle it. Where what? he is in like a press junket and he's brought his dog along with him or yes, something. And he goes, Good boy. And he says, Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have ejaculated just just to that sound. Based on that audio. Just clip. based on the audio of him saying, uh, Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. And he's got his head turns and his and his neck. I don't even know what's happening. I'm not even looking I'm not even looking at the camera. <laughs> I'm just hearing him saying, Good boy. Good boy. And then I come. He's got this baritone. God. British baritone. God. And if you fo- if you look at his Instagram, all his captions are so like wordsmithy. They're so like fun with words and really? intelligent. Yes. So if you look, <sighs> if you actually read the captions and not just look at his fucking fine face. Yeah. And by fine, I mean fine. Anyway. Remember... When he was in that Mission Impossible movie, yeah. and there was that part in the trailer where he like punched his arms and like cocked him or something, yeah, and yeah. it was like, yeah. I had a baby yeah. when I saw that scene. <laughs> I just imagine both of those going right up my giant. They're, 
there's a, there's a similar moment. <laughs> speaking of my number, just to bring it full circle to my number one or number two of Sebastian Stan. There's a similar moment. So without getting too much into the MCU lore. Too much. Too but, much. But the Winter Soldier has a silver arm that was built for him by Hydra. And then he lost it. Uh-huh. And so then Wakanda built him a new arm. Aww. And in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there's a scene where he's... Where the Dormilaji, who are the Wakandan warrior ladies, come to get this guy. Anyway, yeah. they kind of get in a fight. Yeah. And one of the Dormilaji, like, keeps kind of punching him in the shoulder. And he's like, what the hell? And then his arm falls off. <gasps> and it's and then um, Anthony Mackie, the Falcon, says to him, did you know it could do that? Like, apparently <coughs> this Dormilaji, because they built the arm, knew that if you pushed in the certain spot, it would, like, detach his arm from Oh, them. well, go anyway. down. So it falls off. So he picks it back up. He puts it on. He, like, reconnects it to his shoulder. And then he does this, like, spin thing to, like, lock it into place. Same energy. Oh, my God. I had a baby. Oh, I'm going to. Can you tell me which episode that was? Oh, I'll I'll pull it up on YouTube before you leave tonight. But he spins his arm and locks it into place. And I became pregnant. (laughs) And had a baby. Anyway. Well, that's been a great episode. It's been a great episode, you guys. This Meaning, is Hot Drinks. I know you all have enjoyed it. You you goddamn better have. You goddamn better have. <laughs> so if you listen to this and you thought, this shouldn't be free. <laughs> I should have to pay for this quality. You can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash hot drinks, and you yeah. can give us money. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, how are Brother Coffee and Sister Twain not millionaires? You can go to patreon.com and go to the top tier and donate as much as you want. You can. And I will say, because we, we're we probably at about 80% success rate with delivering the Patreon promises. Right. But tonight, before we recorded this episode, we recorded both Demi Tosses for the month of April. Yes. One of which was about how middle-aged women love me. <laughs> one of which was about your trauma. <laughs> as and- it usually is and then we recorded our which an, which another podcast another bonus episode which is for people in a higher tier which is called twain and coffee's guide to leaving mormonism and we recorded it about a very special video with joy g jones the head of the <laughs> primary general presidency who i'm i'm obsessed with <laughs> Russell M. nelson who is the prophet aka skeletor aka, AKA prince, dead prince philip aka prince philip <laughs> six hours after he died <laughs> So if you want to hear our thoughts on the video with Rusty Nelson and Joy K. Jones. And the children. And the children. Oh, my God. Then, you know, just sign up for you, Patreon you and you can get be those. A, you got to be a yeah. patron. We haven't posted all of those yet. We've just posted one. We, We're going to tease them been, out. Right. We're, they've been made. They're in the pipe. That, they're is that in what the they pipe. say? They, they're in the pipe. We're going to cock tease those out. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, hot. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's that's this. You can. That's this. Insta- <laughs> Instagram is our strong suit. So if you're on it's Instagram, hot drinks. it's hot drinks with an A. Um, and, uh, Gmail is our week suit. <laughs> it's hot drinks for the belly at gmail.com. Yes. If you know an ENT that you can recommend to <laughs> Sister Twain for her cough. I'm going to the doctor again on the 21st. You haven't really coughed that much this episode. It's I know. Been it's been impressive. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but if you want to recommend an ENT, just slide <laughs> into our DMs. And that's it. That's this episode. Have a great whatever you're having. Have a great whatever you're having. Bye.